Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Maybe We're Just Rambling, and we are your hosts, Rebecca. And Stuart. And this is where we literally just ramble about whatever it is that is on our brain at the moment. And this podcast came out of many, many conversations where we, one of us has said, this would make a really cool podcast. And so... <laughs> <laughs> some of the stuff might be controversial. Some of it might be humorous. And so we just decided to do it. We thought, what the heck, why not? Uh, if you listened to our last episode, we went over our relationship, how we got together, everything that has come together to create the life that we are currently living. And we thought that for this episode, we would sit down and go over all of the places that we've stayed because so many people want to travel and it can be expensive, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, anywhere from between Connecticut, Texas, Montana, and all that stuff in the middle. We've maybe only stayed at half a dozen or so campgrounds over a couple weeks total, period, and everything else was stuff we found um, online or by word of mouth. I thought to kind of get the ball rolling, if you want to kind of go over, because in the planning process of us going on the road, you're usually the one doing the research, finding the places yeah. that we're going to go. So do you want to kind of go over how you find those places, the different like websites and apps and all that? Sure. Let me unlock my phone and show the apps. So I've got, I've got one, two, three apps right now and a website that I use. You've got UC Public Campground. That's the only paid one that I have. And it's just it's like two, three, four, five bucks. One-time fee. And it's a one-time fee. And it unlocks everything in a public campground, as in like a forest service, as in a national park, everything. You, you've got so many filters for free stuff, for places with water, dump stations, etc. Another favorite of mine is called iOverlander. Um, that's pretty popular mm -hmm. in the truck camping, like van camping, all that stuff kind of community because you can do those same kind of filters and it has a little bit more it includes places like Walmart and private properties even that you can park in Overland we did a little bit of that and then I've got another one that I don't use too much called RV Parky that's where they have legitimate RV parks mm -hmm. and then the last one is a website it's called freecampsites.net that one has everything on it is free but it's got Walmarts it's got Cracker Barrels, it's got WMAs, it's got all the stuff. Public land, yeah, everything. So those are the those are the three plus one that we've used the most of. In between all of those, like you said, we've only stayed in half a dozen or so campgrounds in about two years. Mm-hmm. Well, and you also used Facebook too. There are Facebook groups out there for people who That's boondock, true. and um, a lot of the time people will go on these groups. And if they stay somewhere really awesome, after they leave, they'll share a picture and they'll share the GPS coordinates. That's true. And we did that yeah. for a couple of places. That's how we found the wall in yeah. South Dakota. Outside the Badlands. Um, so we did that for a couple of things too, and that's a really nice resource as well. It gives you photos too, then, mm -hmm. so you can see how big the area is, how big, if you have an RV. If you can get in there. If you can get in there, how good the roads are. Mm -hmm. 
And then you can actually ask the person questions too. A lot of the time, something that we've run into with some of these apps is either the information is old and things have changed, so it used to be free to stay there. And now there's a gate closed when you show up. Mm -hmm. Um, Or yes, it's free, but getting in there is hairy during certain times of the year. So those are some of the little minor challenges that we've run into. And I mean, I say minor, but when you're trying to find a place to stay and it's 7 p.m. and you're tired after being hungry. after being on the road all day something like that can really put a a damper on your experience so that's something to keep in mind when you're using these websites Um, but there are all of these different options that you can use to find free places to stay and I in the show notes for this episode I can put the names of these apps Mm-hmm. and the link to that website so that if you want to go and check them out yourself you can um, it's pretty cool that these resources exist to help people so I guess to start off you know let's let's start off by saying if somebody didn't listen to the last one it oh this is one of those glitches and <laughs> you're gonna have to edit okay I understand what you're trying to say so okay. if you didn't listen to the first episode we talked about how traveling has always been a real central part of our relationship up to present day and in the very beginning we didn't have an RV we actually had Stuart's truck and a camper shell and we truck camped um, across half of the United States and back again in his truck yep um, so we went from Yorktown Virginia to where my family lives in Somerville Texas and then we went up to at that time Lawrenceburg mm-hmm. Indiana to see your parents mm-hmm. and then back to Virginia mm-hmm. so that was a pretty lengthy trip um, of that, what was that like two weeks two and a half weeks yeah two and a half weeks and that that dipped our toes into everything yeah and so we had the camper show and the whole and whole entire reason that we did that was because we didn't want to have to pay to stay in hotels we had done that once before with like renting a vehicle and staying in hotels on the way and so on and so forth and it's so expensive anybody who's done that knows that and we didn't want to do that again and Stuart kind of stumbled upon truck camping mm-hmm. and was like hey I could do this I have a camper shell we went to I went to Joanne fabrics and got six inch thick foam Mm -hmm. and we had a camp stove Mm -hmm. and water bladders cooler I mean it was pretty minimal um, but it was a way for us to travel and not have to pay and so we left from Virginia and we stayed at a WMA which stands for wildlife management area in Georgia called Dawson's Forest so that one that's I believe if I look back on the map it was right outside Atlanta, maybe mm-hmm. an hour outside Atlanta, and it was 15 minutes from a town, mm-hmm. and it was this open area Wooded. with just free camping areas, and there was kind of some sketchy people there too. Yeah, that is something that you kind of, you can run into, I mean, traveling on the road, you're going to run into all kinds of people from all walks of life, and unfortunately, it's it's really sad, but sometimes people are traveling in their vehicles because they don't have a home and Mm. that's their only home Um, and it's not by choice it's because that's all they have and so you can run into that sometimes and we have run into that a couple of times Um, and that just comes down to being aware of your surroundings having you know your wits about you and a way to defend yourself a way to defend yourself yeah now we travel with multiple ways to defend ourselves and dogs um, and both of us so we feel very very safe but that's just something you have to be aware of so from that outside Atlanta we headed west towards Texas 
And that was whenever there was this gigantic flooding mm-hmm. going on in the Mississippi Delta. Mm-hmm. Something we knew we weren't. Yeah, we, don't we didn't watch, even know about. We it. didn't watch that regional news area, no. <laughs> but that was some historic flooding, and we really struck out with all the places we were going to go in that area because they were all underwater. They were underwater. Yeah. There were hundreds or th- thousands of acres underwater yeah. in the Mississippi Delta, and we ended up in Mississippi. And we went to this quote-unquote WMA. We couldn't actually get into it, We though. couldn't get into it. Because <laughs> um, it was underwater. We were, we were on a county road at a stop sign where everything around it, it was just like an island out there. Yeah. So The road was dry, but then on either side, it was underwater. We saw an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was cool. So, so that was Mahana WMA in Mississippi. And then from there, we made it to my parents. And let's fast forward to... Well, hold on. Don't rush ahead too far because Uh-oh. I just, I want to, okay. <laughs> I want to take a moment to yeah. reflect on Mississippi because uh, that was a really unique experience. That was the first time, that was our first trip truck camping and traveling. And it was also one of the first times where we kind of had to be flexible and adjust our plans because mm-hmm. we were planning on doing one thing and then we got there and we couldn't do what we wanted to do. And we pulled down the county road and got to the entrance of the WMA and we couldn't actually go into it because again it was underwater and so we made a judgment call it was in the middle of nowhere we made the judgment call to basically just stay the night pulled off at the entrance to the WMA Um, nobody bothered us it was a very peaceful night one or two vehicles drove by in the early morning Mm -hmm. that was it Mm -hmm. Um, and that ended up honestly being a really really nice experience because there was nobody around um and it, we wouldn't have had that if we hadn't have had to adjust our plans accordingly to deal with mother that's nature good, that's a good point so you know sometimes things happen when you're on the road and it seems like a curse but um when you get to the other side of it there's actually a silver lining and it ends up being a pretty cool thing i'll say one thing that wasn't a silver lining there was the mosquitoes they were really bad yeah <laughs> um we didn't have well, obviously, we didn't have a bathroom um, in the yeah. truck, and so we had a solar shower that we had bought, which is basically a, a what is it, like a five-gallon plastic bag. Yeah, it's and a five-gallon bladder. Yeah, you, you fill with water, and the sun warms it up, and then you can take a shower Or you can it. boil water and mix mm-hmm. boiled water with room temp water. And, and it's actually a really, like, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a really nice way to, to get cleaned off if you really need to get a shower, and it's your only option. Um, and we'd been on the road for a couple of days at that point. That was point. the first time using that. Yeah, and so it was fine. It worked really well, but the mosquitoes were hellacious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, after that, we finished up the leg of the trip, got to Texas, spent time with Stuart's family, and then Went from to Texas, Indiana. yeah, headed to Indiana. Um, and on the way, we stopped once on that trip. That was a long, it was like a 15, 16-hour trip, mm-hmm. and we stopped for one night. Mm-hmm. We really could have split it up into two, but I we th- I don't know. We wanted to just get it over with, I guess. Um, now traveling with the dogs, we couldn't do that because... Um, Somebody starts crying in your ear that they need to go poo-poo. Yeah, so you got to pull over and give them breaks and stuff, but it was just us at the time. And so we stopped at uh, a WMA off of I-30 in Arkansas, and we tried really, really hard to figure out what specific WMA it was Um, but if you're ever traveling through Arkansas there are 131 WMAs in that state so there's somewhere for you to stay if you want to stay there. It was clearly before Memphis but it was after Pine Bluff Mm -hmm. and it was five minutes or so Mm -hmm. off the interstate. 
Yeah, it was a really nice place. It was wooded. There was a pond. There were a couple of other people there when we were there, but、Ooh. they were like far off, so we didn't have anybody crowding us or anything like that. Yeah, it was really really nice. But again, we we couldn't. I can't. I don't know what the place was called. I couldn't find it anywhere. But like I said,、um, there are 131, and I know this because I was trying to find it. 131 WMAs in the state of Arkansas. So if you want to stay at a WMA, there is one for you somewhere. But more to the point, and this made me think of it. With staying at WMAs, I want to make sure I mention this. Certain states like have Colorado certain, have certain requirements. You have to have, for instance, you have to buy a day pass or、mm-hmm. a week pass just to stay there, or you have to have a fishing or hunting license to to stay there, even if it's an abandoned one、mm-hmm. because it's like state use park.、Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a state use park that's unmanned,、mm-hmm. and so there's some funny things about it. So just research where you're going to be staying. And, yeah, and specifically for for WMAs because sometimes they can have some funky rules. Actually, we had to do that in Arkansas too,、mm-hmm. but it was free. Yeah. We just had to register our names. Yeah. So some, st- some, a lot of states, it's it's like a formality. It's basically just so that I don't know, maybe for them to keep an accounting of who's coming and going a little bit. You just go and you sign up,、um, and then, or I think in Georgia we had to do it, but it was like a five dollar. That we paid. I don't remember.、Um, We've never had anybody stop us and be like, "What are you doing here?" Or ask but, to see like if we were authorized to be there or anything like that. Just, just do your due diligence.、Mm-hmm. Make a good judgment call.、Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we went to, up to Indiana, and then from Indiana we drove all back in one leg、um, from Indiana back to Virginia,、yeah. and so. That was that truck bed camping trip. Yeah, that was that was the only time that we did that. That was in 2019, and I would have been down to do it、mm, again. I think that was 2018. Was it 2018? Because 2019, I got out of the Navy. Oh yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 2018, and I w- we would have done it again, but <clears throat> a pr- an opportunity didn't present itself, and then 2019, Stuart separated from the Navy, and then 2020. Life just happened, and we ended up buying an RV, and so on and so forth. You can listen to that whole story、um, if you go back.、Week. Yeah, if you go back and listen to last week's episode. But the long and short of it is, we have an RV. We live in it full time, and we bought it in Connecticut、um, specifically to live in it in Texas.、Um, and so we drove it from Connecticut to Texas whenever I separated from the Navy there.、Mm-hmm. And so we did a couple small trips. From where we lived in East Texas, we went to Caddo Lake、mm-hmm. and stayed there at a campground. We did pay to stay. <laughs> yeah, we we paid to stay. But it was really fun. It was fun. That was that was kind of like a little weekend vacation.、Mm-hmm. But then, do you want to move forward and go on to our three month long trip that we just did this last summer, and all those、yes. places we stayed? Yes. That's going to be the bulk of this. Yes.、Um, so, yeah, we traveled. We traveled eight thousand miles、um, around the country, from Texas all the way up、um, to the very bottommost portion of Montana, and then back down to Texas.、Um, so we'll go through and take you through everywhere that we stayed. It's worth noting that there are some cool places that we stayed, and, and we'll mention those for sure. We did stay a few nights at like a Walmart parking lot or、um, a parking lot next to a hotel that was public. Um, things, cracker Barrel, Cracker Barrel, yeah, things like that. Those kinds of places are kind of like tried and true. You can pretty much count on them. There's going to be one somewhere near you. And those are those are really handy, just because、yes. you have to go back into town at some point. And if you have to go, say, do a, a Walmart grocery trip every two weeks, if you stay there for the night, 
that's super handy instead of trying to dip in and out in mm -hmm. the same day. Mm -hmm. And we did that a couple of times too. The only caveat that I want to mention is that Walmarts, they used to be like 100% tried and true um, boondocking oases for people traveling, but now some of them are starting to kind of put the kibosh on that because obviously people can abuse it and these businesses don't like that. There were a few places out west where there were Walmarts that had signs very publicly posted that said, like, no overnight parking. Yeah, the Walmart in Cheyenne, Wyoming mm -hmm. had that. Or was that? Yeah, that was, was Cheyenne. Cheyenne. So the Walmart in Cheyenne had that. And some others, you can look through all those apps and websites, and it's going to have people's reviews on it. And some people have called the managers before. We've never done that. We've just kind of... Scoped it out. Scoped it out, and when is the balls rolling, you know? See, see what we see with that mm -hmm. and it's all worked out mm -hmm. but yeah but that's something to be aware of most most of the time walmarts are, are super pro boondocking which boondocking is just like the slang term for traveling and, and staying somewhere mm -hmm. for free um i guess technically you can call walmart and cracker barrel lot docking yeah lot docking boon docking there's also uh mooch docking which is very fun <laughs> we've done that a couple of times that's where you stay at somebody's house and you just like use a, an extension cord for like electrical. Sip, sip some electric. Yeah, you need yeah. It. Um, so, so there's some fun, fun slang for you if you didn't know it. But we decided that we wanted to take at the time this past summer to travel, to take a, a really nice trip because we really hadn't done that yet since we had the RV. And that's obviously a huge pro to living in an RV is that you can pick up and move really whenever you want. You don't have to pack. You don't have to pack. And so we planned out a trip and we kind of had some destinations mapped out that we knew we wanted to go, but the trip really took a lot on a life of its own as we went along and we ended mm -hmm. up kind of just... We went west and up mm -hmm. more and than we thought. Yeah. So... Fun fact, no matter how far north you go on the plains, it can be 105 degrees in North Dakota. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Summer is that's hellacious a, that's a, that's on the plains. That's a hint at our spots <laughs> that we went to here. So... Do you want to say, do you want to start off with where we went first? Um, well, we left from Stewart's hometown, Somerville, and we got waylaid in a place called Gatesville, which is outside of Waco. Waco, Clean Temple, mm -hmm. Metroplex. Uh, because our, one of our axles, the hub separated from the axle, and yeah. we had like a massive blowout. It was a nightmare. We had to get our axle custom made, and the long and short of it is that they... They custom made us an axle, they sleeved it, but they didn't grease anything, and about three hours into the trip, we lost it. Mm -hmm. so, so we spent about a week uh, getting repairs done in Gatesville, so that was a little bit of a bummer, but once again, you just you can't plan for everything, and, and things just happen sometimes, and you have to roll with it. But from there, we went up through Amarillo. Um, nothing else out there other than <laughs> the Walmart in yeah, Amarillo. Yeah, it's very... the the western half of texas is Barren. kind of like the moon in some respects but we went through amarillo up through the panhandle of uh, oklahoma and we spent the first chunk of our time i think we spent two to three days at the boot hill casino in dodge city kansas which was amazing that was an oasis mm -hmm. i mean everywhere from amarillo up to dodge city there was nothing, mm -hmm. absolutely nothing. And casinos, um, in addition to all of the other places that we mentioned, the casinos are pretty much always very, very 
boondocker friendly because they want people to come and they're like, yeah, we'll let you park here for free. Come inside and spend some of your money. Mm -hmm. Um, But part of what makes casinos really, really cool is that you can park for free. And then most casinos have what is called like a player's club. So you go in and you sign up for this player's club. Not all casinos are equal in this. Some of them have better perks and some of them have lesser, but you can go in and sign up and you get like five points of free play and like five points towards a meal and depending on the casino and the prices and everything like oh that that can equal like a free we're meal. never ever ever going to have a better experience than we did at that first casino in dodge city kansas Mm-mm, that was we incredible. got 15 dollars of free play yeah which is and, a lot <laughs> yeah so 30 bucks between us and we got 10 dollars each towards food yeah and with those 15 dollars each we made 75 bucks mind you neither Stuart nor i have any experience no. with like gambling or anything we just like put that. these things in the slot machine hit some buttons and then they spat out 60 bucks spat <laughs> out 15 bucks and we're like take it and run yeah <laughs> we were half expecting somebody to run up and be like oh no 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 sorry that was a mistake yeah. um so that was a really really cool experience and we basically got our meal 100 percent paid for and i think our tank of gas the next yeah. day too no we, we ended up plus 60 bucks yeah we spent a little more than 10 bucks each on food yeah but we ended up plus 60 bucks Mm -hmm. so that's something to keep in mind casinos can be really really awesome resources um free play and all that stuff aside just as a place to park because they're usually Mm -hmm. pretty secure um and they're you're you know clean and and so on and so forth so they're nice places to stay so from there kansas we went north and we stayed at it's called buckner valley park it was in jetmore kansas which is BFE Kansas. Yeah, it was BFE Kansas on the plains. There was like a creek that was dammed up and mm-hmm. there were cattle on this it property. It was public land. It was yeah. public land. And that was really cool. But it was when we put the solar panels on the roof of the mm-hmm. RV. And we went into that place thinking it was going to be like, ah, oh, this great oasis. We parked for a day, found out we were getting no breeze, went and parked up on a hill but it was over 100 degrees mm-hmm. with like 0% humidity. It was when, very dry. When we got done putting the solar panels on the roof there, I licked my lips after that whole day outside, mm-hmm. that wind, and it felt like I was eating rock salt because I was dry, but I was... You I, had, you'd been sweating, but the wind had been drying it off of you. such a weird feeling. But that was Buckner Valley Park. And that was an interesting experience. Um, It was useful, really. I I, I chalk that place up to being a useful place to stay. I don't know that I would make it. It's not a a, destination. No, it's not Not a destination in and of itself. But prior to that, we had been ground deploying our solar panels. And our solar panels are are pretty big. They're 39 inches by 79 inches. And they're kind of, yeah, and they're very unwieldy. 60 pounds a piece. And so ground deploying those every single day and like trying to make sure they get maximum sunlight, it was for the birds. We had thought we would be able to do it and it'd be fine, but it got old really, really fast. And so while we were at that lake, we went ahead and mounted them on the roof. Um, So that was a really useful because after that, we didn't have to to worry about them anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really awesome. But yeah, Jetmore, Kansas, there's nothing out there. There's just... There's that lake, and I guess if you really needed somewhere to stay and you happened to be out in the middle of nowhere, then it would it would be a great place to stay. Um, otherwise... When we I'd get to the next one, you should talk about on the way to it, where we stayed. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Jetmore, Kansas. I would give it six out of ten stars. 6.2. Yeah. 
Um, and then from there, we spent how many days? Four? Where? In Jetmore. Uh, three or four? Three to four. Yeah. Three to four days. And from there, we headed towards Colorado. But on the way, Stuart had found in a Facebook group this place in Kansas called Monument Rocks that neither one of us had ever heard of before. And when you look at the pictures for this place, it does not look like it should be in Kansas at all. It's these huge rock structures just literally in the middle of the plains you're driving for hours to get to them it's flat there's nothing to see and then all of a sudden there's it's, these rock monuments it's when that whole area used to be an ocean floor mm -hmm. and so i think it's built up crustaceans yeah yeah it's basically deep like a uh, fossilized mm -hmm. fish fishes <laughs> i guess fishies yeah and they have been decomposed and settled into these structures um on our instagram i always put like behind the scenes pictures from the show and i will put a picture up for this today's episode for when we were at monument rocks because it was really really cool i would not say those are a destination but they are cool when there's yes. nothing else out there yes if you're traveling across the country and you have to go through kansas anyway i would go to see them because they are really really unique um so from there we headed towards Colorado, and we stayed one night at like a a public parking lot next to a next to a hotel, and that was nice. Um, we had wanted to stay at a WMA in Colorado, but that was when we found out that you needed to have like a really expensive hunting license or day pass or something to, in order to stay there. We were like, yeah, we're not doing that, and so we headed. We stayed there that night, and then we headed towards uh, the Pawnee National Grasslands in Colorado, which. I'm learning is not a super popular place. A lot of people haven't heard of it. Yeah. So everybody thinks of public land on the federal level as national forests and mm -hmm. national parks. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Mm -hmm. Well, national grasslands are pretty much just the same kind of thing, but they all have dispersed camping mm -hmm. or free camping. They're owned or not owned, but they're um, operated by the National Forest Service. Yeah. So we stayed there in the Pawnee National Grasslands, and that's, if you're looking at a map, it's, a, it's north, northeast of Denver, real close to Wyoming, and that area is so flat. And then up in that area, right above it, was where we stayed. Mm -hmm. There were, that was honestly our first experience whenever we stayed an extended amount of time we really wanted to see how long we could sustain ourselves like how long our water would last how long our food would last how like our solar would work and everything so that was kind of experimental on our part um and you i have a, two weeks uh 10 days yeah. yeah and i have a lot of really fond memories of being in pawnee just because it was such a unique place um it was beautiful you had these buttes they're called the Pawnee buttes these big stone mm, structures that are left over from some geographical geographical geological, geological event at one point or another um we did a lot of hiking and it was just I don't know it, it was cool it was cool to be out there for so long we that was the longest stretch that we went without seeing people up to that point and that was really nice too <laughs> what I really liked about it is that it was very consistent it was mm -hmm. almost the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. And it gave us a really good sense of what we need to do for a routine. Mm -hmm. And then every night, the coyotes right at sunset, 
You could hear coyotes 10 miles away. The sunsets were beautiful. Um, the first week that we were there, there was there were like rainstorms that blew through kind of to the northwest of us like clockwork every single night. And so that created really pretty sunsets. Um, that, that as a whole was a really cool experience. I would absolutely experience. go back to the Pawnee yes. National Grasslands mm-hmm. on my way out west. Mm-hmm. That is... That is a really, really cool place. That's a destination for me now. It's yeah. not just a waypoint. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I have a lot of really fond memories. So we stayed there for 10 days and we ran out of water and we headed back towards civilization. Um, we went towards Wyoming because we kind of had a plan, like I said, for where we wanted to try to go, but nothing really set in stone. And we thought, well, maybe we'll just kind of head towards the Tetons and then see what happens. We stopped in Cheyenne, Wyoming at a really, really nice truck stop. And we stayed there for, I think, just the weekend, Friday night through Sunday. It was right off Mm I-25. It was a rest area. They had a dog park. We were able to get laundry done there with our generator. Mm -hmm. They had a dump station for our sewage. Mm -hmm. And we met some really cool people there too. Um, People like van lifers and other RVers a and a, a lady trucker who was just, she was really cool. Um, so I really liked che- Cheyenne as a whole. It was a really cool town. Yeah, we, we both went, liked it a we lot. We went there right when Frontier Days was happening, which is this big, it's like the largest rodeo event in the world. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of people there for that. But the town of Cheyenne, everybody was really, really friendly. It was really clean. Yeah, it's the largest town in Wyoming, <laughs> and it has 60,000 people. <laughs> I think I love Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming was a really, really cool state, aside from, like, one place, which we'll, we'll, we'll get to. We're almost there, yeah. We'll get to. I loved Wyoming. Um, we've kind of talked about potentially one day owning land in Wyoming. That would be a really cool pipe dream but so we went from texas now we're in the northeast part well now we're in the the southeast part of wyoming Mm -hmm. we strayed away from the plains because we realized how hot it was getting and i thought when we went north it would get cooler it did but not that much so we decided we needed elevation and we went west into the medicine bow route national forest if you go on that uc public campground site or freecampsites.net There are literally hundreds of these spots off of Forest Service roads. Mm -hmm. And we found one. We were at, what, I think nine to 10,000 feet. Yeah. That was super cool. We stayed there for how long? About a week? About a week. About a week. We saw some beautiful mountains. We saw some beautiful streams. I saw a... It was either either a weasel or a ferret. (laughs) I'm not exactly sure, but a little wild red... Uh, weasel slash ferret that was living next to this stream that we went and swam in and stuff. Um, cold, cold water, cold mountain yeah. water. That Medicine Bow Root National Forest was probably top three places we stayed. It period was on the trip. Beautiful, and yeah. we barely scratched the surface for like the hiking that we could have done. I mean, there's so many trailheads in the national forest and it's a huge national forest too. Um, tons of dispersed free camping off of the forest service roads. You just find a place to park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's campgrounds too, if that's something that you want to do. Um, that was though, heading into the mountains was where we paid $5 a gallon for gas. Yeah, 513 or 514 mm-hmm. a gallon. 
at this little it was citadel was it the name of the or centennial centennial wyoming mm -hmm, yeah. this little mountain town and the lady said the part of the reason why it was so expensive was just because they were so far out mm -hmm. and so they had to pay to like have it trucked into them but five dollars for a gallon of gas that hurt uh it was worth it though to go get up into those mountains yeah that was one of the coolest experiences and we stayed there for a week and then from there we headed towards uh riverton wyoming and w riverton was not a destination the only reason that we were going there was so that we could meet up with our friend nathan because he was on a cross-country trip of his own and just so happened to be in the same area um, around the same time that we were so we agreed to meet up at this casino um in Riverton, Wyoming. I don't even remember the name of the casino. I don't even want to think about that place. So Riverton is a reservation town um, and reservations are, they can be kind of rough as I'm sure that you can imagine. They're the modern day version of socialism in America. I'm I mean, sorry, really, yeah, it, 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 we didn't have a good experience there and we're not going to get into it. Um, it really doesn't matter. But we ended up being stuck there for longer than we wanted to be because Stuart found a transmission leak um, on, on, your, on your transmission pan. Yeah, my transmission pan gasket had a leak mm -hmm. and it just took a week to get parts. Mm -hmm. So Because we were out in the middle of nowhere. We so. hopscotched <laughs> around that town, went to the Walmart, went to the casino and... Yeah. There was one RV park in that town, um, and we stayed there for one night because the owner said that he would receive mail for us, so we were able to get parts shipped there, mm -hmm. and then we stayed there for one night to get the parts installed, and the next day, we left, yeah. <laughs> and we were very happy to leave. We need to rewind. Mm -hmm. We skipped that one spot. Oh, After yeah. Medicine Bow, in between Riverton, yeah. we were in Lander, Wyoming. I think that was about 45 minutes away, mm -hmm. and there's a city park that is a really big destination for RVers. Mm -hmm. It's free. There's a bathroom. There's water plenty of parking. There's water spigots, but not the kind that you would fill your tank from. They're like yeah. for like water jugs and stuff. Yeah. So that place was that that was really cool. Lander was a cool little town. Um, and it was very, very traveler friendly. I think a big part of the reason why the town exists at all is probably because of tourism. So mm -hmm. they want people to be comfortable there and the city park was really really neat there were van lifers rvers truck <laughs> campers we met a really cool couple from nevada who had two healers um one one of them was a rescue and so we got to kind of chat with them and apollo got to play and that was really really neat so yeah lander wyoming it's a it's a blip on the map, but it's a really nice place to stay. That there was a farmer mar farmers market the next morning that I drug Stuart to. Got some granola bars. Bought some homemade granola bars, which are like the best granola bars I've ever had. Um, yeah, it, that Lander was a really really cool experience. I'd stop through there again. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, that's mm -hmm. a ten out of ten stop. Mm -hmm. So Lander, and then we had Riverton, Wyoming. <laughs> Lander, Riverton, and then from there. We made the decision not to go to the Tetons because of that derailment we had with yeah, having we lost, to wait on parts. We lost some time and we had to be in Indiana by like mid to early, well really early September because my brother was getting married and I obviously did not want to miss that. Um, so we kind of lost some time and we needed to modify our plans mm -hmm. once again, but it didn't end up being a bad thing because while we were headed towards Cheyenne, Wyoming, no, 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 no not Cheyenne. Gillette. 
Gillette, um, we had to go through part of the Bighorn National Forest. That's not something I even thought about stopping in, truthfully. I honestly, like, when you think about national forests and, like, mountain ranges, you think about, like, the Smoky Mountains, the Rocky Mountains, Yosemite. The Tetons. The Tetons. That's um, about it. Glacier. Yeah, you really don't think... I had never thought about the Bighorn National Forest. Like it had just never, I'd heard of it, uh, but it never crossed my mind as being like a place that we should go. And we just so happened because of the route that we were taking. Oh my gosh. We just so happened to end up in the Bighorn Mountains and we were driving through and looking around and it was like our eyes could not open wide enough. We were in this canyon doing switchbacks Mm -hmm. and it was just like, holy cow. We were looking around left to right. This canyon's thousands of feet tall or deep and we looked over to the other side and we see fifth wheels rvs trucks trucks and we're like there's spots over that way that's a forest service road and they're like without even talking about it we're going there mm-hmm. okay it was a no-brainer it was so beautiful out that's of the everywhere number one spot that's what exactly what i was just gonna say out of everywhere that we stayed the Bighorn Mountains are the number one spot. I like have dreams about it still. I want to go back there so bad. Check the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. Check check the Facebook. It's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. We've we've shared a lot about that. And mm-hmm. That was our best experience, hands down. Yes, hands down. We got really really lucky with our spot. There are tons of spots for um, dispersed camping all throughout that mountain range. So you have plenty of options thousands but i really liked where we ended up and we didn't plan it out we just fell into it which i think makes it even better we parked off of the forest service road and there happened to be like 300 feet i'd say a football field yeah Yeah. below us was this clear cool beautiful mountain stream like as picturesque think of like something you would see in like a travel magazine or a calendar or a calendar that's what this looked like and we got to live next to this beautiful stream for a week it was sheltered nobody was around us you could be in there you could do whatever you wanted we maybe tmi we stripped (laughs) we took baths in there I mean, we were able to, like, fill the dog's water with that. Mm -hmm. That was incredible. Mm -hmm. It was really, really clean water. Honestly, probably clean enough to drink. Of course, you would never want to do that. I have to say that, full disclosure. But But if you had to and you were about to, you know keel over from dehydration this is the fast moving mountain stream it was the coldest clearest water i've ever seen i want to say i looked and it was 54 degrees Mm -hmm. that was like the annual high and it it felt like it too it was i i I know you've probably been all kinds of clean and being clean after a shower feels really really good but i guarantee you have never been as clean as you will be after bathing in a mountain stream with no soap it is just so you don't need you don't need anything Mm -hmm. you just go in there and wash yourself Mm -hmm. It was incredible. Um, sounds kind of sounds kind of hippie. <laughs> I don't think I'm 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 not a hippie. Okay, <laughs> I want that out there. That I think a lot of that stuff is silly, <laughs> but that's one really cool thing about being in the outdoors and taking a bath in nature. <laughs> hey, Stuart. Shut up. Denial ain't just a river in Egypt. Shut up. <laughs> so we stayed there for a week. I would have. I wish we could have stayed longer, but we were kind of feeling the time crunch for needing to get to Indiana. Um, so we just kept it at a week, and from there we headed towards Gillette. That was our grocery stop. Mm-hmm. We stayed at a Walmart in Gillette. Um, 
Gillette was a it was a fine town. We did laundry there too at a really, really nice local place that was like owned by a family. Like we walked in and the whole family was sitting there like just chatting. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did la- our laundry there. That's just an aside. But uh, Gillette, and then from Gillette we went to, well, that was kind of an interesting episode. <laughs> Which one? Where well, because we were planning on like trying to go up into Montana and then. Mm-hmm didn't really happen because montana <laughs> well we went gillette and then we stayed at devil's tower oh so that's right we, i completely forgot about that so I struck it from my memory it wasn't fun <laughs> yeah devil's tower there's nothing fancy there folks i would not even put that up as a blip on your radar no. it's a tourist trap you could drive by and stare at you it you can drive by and look at it and that's the best you're gonna get mm-hmm. you if you go in there you can't take your dogs. Yeah. Um, that's, it's that, you need, and it's, it's there's that a whole way lot of restrictions with these days ye- with how that place is. Yeah. It, there were a ton of people. You couldn't bring your dogs, which that that is the case for a lot of national parks. But this is a national monument, but they were treating it like a national park. Yeah. Um, choked with people. Couldn't have your dogs. Um, didn't really appreciate the general atmosphere of the place. Yeah. It, it, it really wasn't a good time. Um and so we ended up staying in that area. We saw, yeah, well, I saw on the on that p- public campground app that there was a portion of the Black Hills National Forest. Mm-hmm. So we traveled about 10 miles or about 45 minutes on a dirt road <laughs> yeah. with the RV and stayed there for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Was that two days? Two or three. Yeah. We went and we went and looked at Devil's Tower, and then we were like, "Oh uh, yeah, we should leave tomorrow. We should leave." Yeah. <laughs> we bought a T-shirt, so the tourist trap trapped us. Yeah, <laughs> and then we left. Damn capitalism! <laughs> and so we thought, like, okay, we're close enough. Why don't we just go ahead and go up into Montana so that we can say we've been there and we like put the sticker on our map on our slide. Mm-hmm. And we found some public land that we were going to stay at. But um, it was a barren landscape with nothing but pronghorn. If you if you've never been through Montana, I had never been through Montana before. When I think about Montana, I think about like Glacier National Park, Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone. I don't think about what we saw. It was it was like the moon, the moon, or um, the African Sahara. If I had seen like a lion chilling under one of those trees, I or wouldn't have ele- been surprised. Or, or like a line of elephants walking through. Uh-huh. Yeah. And apparently um, they were kind of going through like a drought, so <laughs> yeah. it was very dry. We were on a dirt road for an hour and a half, and we'd see an 18-wheeler coming that we were going to have to pass. It was, I'm talking about, it was so dry there that we would turn our AC off with it 90-plus degrees inside and wait until we passed it and wait to clear out, you know, the system because it was coating everything in the rv and everything in my truck with dust Mm -hmm. kansas was like that too kansas was really really dry because they were experiencing a drought um the portion of montana that we went through was really really bad um and so (laughs) we got up there and we were like this is this is horrifying (laughs) on that same note a lot of these areas too especially if they weren't at elevation they were dealing with all the smoke coming through from the wildfires yeah there was a lot of smoke haze um, so we didn't end up staying there for very long. Um, we kind of went up, looked around and then we were like, okay, we need to leave. And we didn't end up staying at the public land that we found in Montana. We headed towards, uh, North Dakota. So we stayed at Bowman Haley Lake in Southwest North Dakota. And that's kind of a cool story. Do you want to talk about how 
We oh, found that spot. Yeah. So I found a WMA spot that we were going to go to and we showed up to it and the gates are closed and it's only like a seasonal place for mm -hmm. whenever like duck hunting and stuff mm -hmm. happens. Big, big birding area. so we're area. sitting on the side of the road. Rebecca's on the other side of the truck. The dogs are going to the bathroom, getting water, etc. And a guy drives by and he's like, hey, can I help you? Super friendly. And he's got a dog in the back seat. He's got a dog in the back seat. He's got a, a working man style truck and he's very personable. And I'm telling him, hey, we're just trying to find a spot to park and apparently this place you can't go. He's like, well, did you go down this road and go that way over the cattle guard and then <laughs> over the other place? Like, no. He's like, all right, well, I got time. Follow me. <laughs> and so he takes off going 70 miles an hour down a dirt road and I'm like hopping into the truck and we're chasing him down. She's like, what are we doing? I was like, he's got a place we can go. It's on the lake. I was feeling a lot of stranger danger. <laughs> so yeah, we followed this guy down a dirt road. Well, before I say that, we know how to protect ourselves. We have things uh, yes, to protect true. ourselves. Yes, true. But All still. Right. But we're following this guy down a dirt road adjacent to this lake. And then he stops and he's like, hey, um, I don't know if they're a good spot for your RV. Um, you want to hop in and we'll go figure out the best place to go? And Rebecca looks at me and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, <laughs> All right, cool. And she's like, Stuart, like, take something with you. And so I stuff something in my pants. Nothing bad. But... <laughs> I stuffed something in my pants, hopped in the truck with him, and, well, let's just say she thought she'd never see me again, and, I here, really, I si and here I sit. <laughs> I really did it, And it's just, I think this is a difference between men and women, and I, uh, and Stuart, has, he's a very good judge of character, and the guy was totally friendly, and everything was fine, but all of that being said, if somebody, if I was trying to find somewhere to stay, and I was traveling alone, and somebody came up and was like, here, I'll show you, one, I wouldn't really want them to show me because then they would know where I was staying. And then two, if they were like, hey, just hop in the vehicle with me and we'll go scope it out first, never in a million years would I do that. Like, that is just, you can't, as a woman, you you cannot do that kind of thing. But, um, but in this instance, you know, that minute, wasn't the case. Ten minutes later, <laughs> here I am going 70 miles an hour down a dirt road and Rebecca <laughs> sees me in the passenger seat. Alive and well. <laughs> alive and well, and I had great conversation with this guy. He talked about his duck hunting on this lake in years past. He was an older guy. A I mean, he was, he was a local. He was friendly. And we ended up with a really nice spot, Jason, some pine trees by Bowman Haley Lake. But that place got to 105 degrees, and the bugs there were... Uh, Hellacious. Let me just say that it probably was the worst experience I think I ever had with bugs mm -hmm. and I wanted to pull my hair out mm -hmm. it was it was really really bad if you've if, if you've ever had like fleas on you or something and you feel like you're itching well imagine your RV feeling like that they it's, were really really tiny they were they were gnats yeah. um, and <laughs> they would scream it's the only way I know to describe it, like the buzzing of their wings. Um, they would come out whenever the sun was going down, and there were clouds of them, and you would just hear them screaming. <laughs> and the lake was really, really pretty, but because it was shallow, because um, it had been really hot and dry, it had a lot of blue-green algae on it, so we had to keep the dogs away from it. Mm -hmm. um, it stank. It was really, really hot our second day. It was it was a bizarre experience. Like when you think of North Dakota, I, I don't think of it being like a desert, but it really, really was. Like it was so that was the hottest I've ever been. It was like somebody opened up the oven door and turned the fan on. Um, 
it was an interesting experience mm -hmm. and we ended up staying there for two nights um really just because we needed we needed some downtime and we didn't really want to super be there but we really needed the downtime yeah. so we stayed for two nights we and then we left we were happy to have had the generator with us and we mm -hmm. we cranked the ac for a day there mm -hmm. that was bad mm -hmm. but we left there and we went south because south dakota has a whole lot of attractions over in the western side so we stayed in the Black Hills National Forest outside Rapid City. And that was absolutely some of the most beautiful. It was so cool. I've ever been and in. it was like it was like a cold cup of water after a really like hot workout or something because we had been in North Dakota and practically been burned alive mm -hmm. by how hot it was and then we get into the black hills and it's like 40 degrees and misty rainy and cool and it was so peaceful and so pleasant we really really enjoyed the black hills a lot that was my second time being there I, my family went on a road trip out there when i was younger we're gonna go back there now. but i don't remember it being as beautiful as it was and yeah, yeah we both really want to go back we might even work camp there that's something that we're seriously considering for this coming summer. Um, but the Black Hills were a lot of fun. We did some hiking through the Custer State Park. Um, we met up with a friend of ours that we met through the Navy. Uh, she was traveling in her bus, and so we stayed on the same little piece of public land and hung out for a few days. And then because we were having so much fun, we all packed up together and headed to uh, the Badlands. The Badlands. Um, and to this area that you found off yeah. of the Buffalo Gap National Grasslands. Yeah, it's outside Wall, South Dakota, and outside the Badlands National Park, and it's basically just a giant cliffside. Mm -hmm. That was a really cool place. We stayed for two plus days. Yes. But our experience there was very interesting because it was, it was traumatic. <laughs> yeah, it was traumatic. Um, there was a storm system that rolled through one night, off in the distance, and we had forty must. 40 plus mile an hour wind sustained and we ended up with like the our rv on this giant block it shifted the whole rv and the rv almost fell off a 12 by 12 piece of piece of wood mm -hmm. it was just it's we were done with it after that i mean our, our rv weighs how much uh 82 to 8500 pounds depending on water and the wind coming up out of the Badlands was strong enough to shift the entire RV like six inches. Mm -hmm. And that, that whole night, like neither of us slept because the wind was so no. strong. It was rattling everything. And I felt reasonably sure that we weren't going to like roll away or anything. But at the same time, I was thinking, what if like this wind just knocks us off the chocks and we just roll away? like? I cannot stress everything enough in the RV how, is shaking. Everything oh is gosh. rocking, and in daylight we come out and it's just like you wake up and it's like a hangover. You uh -huh. walk outside and everybody's like uh, scratching happened? their heads. <laughs> People were leaving in the middle of the night that night. It was so bad. And we had known before we got there that the wind could be bad, and so you want to keep an eye on the for forecast. And we had checked the forecast. And storms and come up out of nowhere. Yeah, that, and we didn't know that the gusts, we thought the gusts were going to be like 20 miles an hour. Well, it ended up being double that. Yeah. Um, so the Badlands were... I don't know they lived up to their name i think 
That's and a good way of putting it. Yeah. And we we did go through the Badlands. The park is is huge. Neither of us realized how big it is. You I could mean, spend 12 hours driving. Mm-hmm. And there. there's hiking that you can do, too. Um, it's, it is very beautiful in, a, in an eerie that's, kind of way. That's a park that you drive along the road. You stop, go out on this little point. Then you get back in your vehicle and you drive for another 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Kind of it's, it's huge. Um, but we saw prairie dogs. We saw mountain goats. We saw bighorn sheep. Yeah. So that was really that was really cool. But I don't know that I'd be rushing to go back. Th- I don't know. I say I wouldn't, but then at the same time, I'm like, but would I though? Because I think if I wasn't going to stay on the wall, if I stayed somewhere where I knew it wasn't going to be crazy windy like that, I would go back because I think I would like to go hiking and stuff through there. But it's an intense place, yeah. 100%. It lives up to the name. Mm-hmm. So we didn't end up staying there for for too terribly long um we stayed for maybe two two days and then we left and we headed further east because we needed to get to indiana we stayed at a casino uh we stayed we stayed at a couple of casinos one in iowa we stayed at a casino in nebraska no we stayed at we went through nebraska Stayed at a casino in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Stayed at an, another casino in Iowa. Because Iowa was beautiful, by yeah. the way. Very, very pretty. Gosh, that was a long, some long driving days. Yeah, we went and saw the Field of Dreams, which if you've seen the movie, it's a... Uh, the only thing in Iowa other than the greatest or the largest ball of popcorn. The, or the largest ball of twine or That's something. That's Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we went and saw the Field of Dreams and then... We stayed at a public city park in Illinois. Was that was really, really nice. Because southeast of Bloomington. Because it had uh, restrooms and water, like actual water spigots. So we were able to fill our tanks and everything. Um, we got in on a weekend and they were having like this BMX event that we didn't know was happening. And so there were all kinds of people there for this BMX event. Um, people kept there were there were like little kids there that were doing this BMX thing and people kept uh, asking us like oh how old is your kid what are they doing and we were like oh we don't actually have a kid we're just traveling through yeah we're just we're just passing through yeah and they thought that that was bizarre um, but I think tiny little children on BMX bikes is pretty bizarre so I guess it just depends on your perspective but we stayed there for about a week and that was nice because there was no like time limit for how long you could stay really they just didn't they didn't want you to trash the place and you had to park in the designated like RV slash van area so we stayed for a week uh, re- recouped and re uh, gathered ourselves after being in the Badlands and then we uh, headed well, towards well to to be specific with the places since we're labeling them oh. it was in Farmer City Illinois yes. So, yeah, moving forward. Sorry, I just wanted to throw that yeah, in there. Yeah, Farmer City, Illinois. There's a really, really nice uh, city park if you ever are in the area and you need a place to stay. And then from there, we left and finished up the last, like, three and a half, four hours to get to my parents. That's been basically the majority of the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, we were visiting my family for about a month, and then we headed back to Texas. We stayed at a... Cracker Barrel. At a Cracker Barrel in Kentucky. And then at a rest stop in Arkansas. Yep. And then from there, jumped back down to Texas. And that was, uh, in a very condensed fashion, 8,000 miles uh, of 
trekking around the United States, and it was a ton of fun. And the best part about it is that the places that we stayed, really, they didn't cost us a thing. In fact, the only time that we weren't spending money was when we were stationary, because obviously gas is expensive. Our biggest expense was driving mm-hmm. and fuel. Mm-hmm. I think we spent eight or nine hundred bucks one month mm-hmm. when we added it all up. So that's that's a very real thing that can limit travels. But if you think about it, you do save that whenever you consider the fact that you're driving to go to free places. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many free places to stay, like, especially now, given the fact that we have solar and a composting toilet and um, we've created a, a setup for ourselves that can be self-sustaining to a, to a degree, I don't really ever see us paying to stay anywhere ever again aside from like one-off circumstances where we like really don't have a choice Mm -hmm. um there was one time going from indiana to texas mm -hmm. that we stayed between memphis and nashville Mm -hmm. in parker crossroads there was a really nice rv park there but it was 90 plus degrees and 90 plus percent humidity Mm -hmm. so there are times where yeah there there are exceptional circumstances where you need to spend the money Mm -hmm. but for the most part we try and live as frugal as possible, mm-hmm. and that's, that's kind of what we're about. Yeah, and it's really incredible, the places that you can stay for free. Like, the beautiful places that we got to wake up that didn't cost us any more than the gas it took to get there. Um, I'm, I'm really, really wild about mm-hmm. this kind of life and not having to pay to travel, um, you know, past, obviously, the, the things that you need mm-hmm. to sustain yourself. And so I understand that not very many people listen to this, uh, this podcast at this point, and maybe not that many people ever will, but if y'all ever want some help with finding a place, yeah. I over-research absolutely everything. I don't care if we get a million subscribers and I get a, and I get a hundred messages a day mm-hmm. on asking for places. But I'll always try and help y'all point point y'all in the right direction. Yeah, that's, if that's you have kind of questions a, about anything. That's um, kind of just like a, a passion of mine is researching stuff <laughs> um, r- in relation to our life. Mm-hmm. Whether it be from truck racing, to camping, to RVing. Solar. To solar, to composting. <laughs> We've learned a lot with all of it. And, and we want to share, yeah, too. We want to ramble. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I feel like this was kind of disorganized and chaotic. <laughs> we took you on a little trip. Rebecca will probably, let's let's include a picture with all these pins again mm-hmm. and show the travels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll put, um, I'll put some information in the show notes for the website and the apps. Um, uh, maybe a list of the names that we mentioned of the places we stayed. So if you want to look any of these up, you can find them. Um, all that good stuff that'll be in the show notes and then pictures and behind the scenes stuff will be on our Instagram. So please go follow us at maybe we're just rambling. Um, cause I, I post stuff on there and if you have questions or comments or anything like that, that's a great place to make your voice heard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that you guys got some value from all of the information that we just like threw at you. I knew it was, I know it was a lot and it was probably a little bit all over the place, but that is what we have spent our summer and really the last couple of years doing is traveling and, and learning tips and tricks to make it cheaper. So. Everything we've done kind of led up to the, everything we did added up and, mm-hmm. and, and 
made that big trip possible. A hundred percent. So anyway, that is the podcast. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. Please subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple, Stitcher, or now Google Podcasts, um, rate and review as well. It helps us out tremendously. And Some algorithm. Yeah, it's, a, it's an algorithm thing. But if people, if you enjoy this podcast and you think that other people would enjoy it too, rating and reviewing is a really, really good way to make sure that our podcast gets pushed out there to more people, um, which would be really, really cool. So, cue the ending music. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to say? I don't. I'm Stuart, and uh, you are Rebecca. I'm Rebecca, and this is Maybe We're Just Rambling, and we will see you next week. Well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us coming to you through your headphones or your speakers or whatever. Oh, my gosh, I'm rambling so bad. <laughs> you'll hear us next week. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Bye.